too. I don't, the Sheshing. Oh, no, not the Shesh. The wrong Shesh. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm waiting on, uh, oh, man. I'm waiting on Loner to pull up. But let's get into the show. Yeah, so we're not, so we're just getting right into it. Can't do music because, like, all the lawsuits that keep on happening with music, um, that sucks. It's not fun when, um, you just want to set a vibe and you don't want to be sued for setting a vibe. So welcome back to the Xavier Live show. This is episode 484, right? Yeah, this is episode 44. I will be your host. You got to do it this way. My name is Xavier Live and I will be your host with talent on loan from God. Eventually, we'll figure out the music situation. I don't know what's going on, but at the moment, no music. So we'll try it this way. It's a little weird this way. Let's get into these topics. We definitely have a lot of topics. Chat GPT does the intro. We do the show. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, welcome to the Xavier Lavo show once again. It's been raining all day, and then it stopped for like a little bit and started raining again. It's amazing how much rain we've had to deal with. And apparently there was an avalanche earlier today in Mount Charleston, Lee Canyon. Hopefully everybody was okay, but that's definitely terrifying. Las Vegas floods very quickly in the rain. And if you don't know the old Imperial palace, which is now the link floods the most, um, be cautious. Um, what are they? What's the, what's the saying? Turn around, don't drown. Just stay away from the water. It ain't no good for you. Uh, as I was shaving, I messed up my mustache and had to shave the whole thing off. It's a dude thing. It's like when girls do bad makeup. The problem is, though, last time it was the whole beard. This time it was just my mustache. We're getting better at this. We're figuring it out day by day. It's a thing. Um, but uh, for some reason, it just did not work th that well. Uh, Chat GPT does write the intro. We do the show. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back to the Xavier Lavo show. Today, we'll dive into the latest buzz. Let's talk about Krishan Rock and that face tattoo. Uh, Griselda Blanco's new movie on Netflix and the Snoop Dogg's Underdogs movie on Amazon. We'll also unravel an intriguing connection between Taylor Swift and Trump. But that wasn't true. Then Lisa Ann got locked up last night in New York. This is pretty funny. And we'll also be mourning the passing of Jesse James, the renowned porn star. Uh, get ready for shocking revelations that we discussed. Nevada's starking ranks in car insurance rates and questionable proclamations from a pastor who claimed <laughs> that God told him to scam you. Plus, Alyssa Milano uh, unconventionally uses GoFundMe for her son's baseball trip. And I ain't gonna lie, everybody chopped her down, and I was with him until I saw what she said, and I agree. Um, and I'm gonna tell you why, because I've been there. Um, but it's hilarious. Um, the mystery behind Killer Mike being arrested. We found out what happened with that, which I still call bullshit. Uh, an unforgettable SNL moment with J-Lo and Ayo. I don't know who Ayo is, but I think it's awesome. Um, and as the plot thickens, we'll discover why Trump, ha Trump has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. And then last night, we were able to witness Jay-Z's amazing tongue lashing. Man, just buckle up for an amazing roller coaster ride as we get into all the celebrity and... Um, new no, it ain't, It's just celebrity gossip. It's a gossipy Monday. Well, welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to this Monday show. It's weird without music. I feel like the vibe is not the same, but hey, we are in here like swimwear. Thank you for being here today. It is Mental Health Mondays. How is your mental health doing? We've made it through the first official month of the year. I believe that might have been last week, whatever, but here we are. Um, how are you? Do you did you see yourself in this position? Is this what you expected? 
What is your mind telling you and what are your goals? I have a lot of goals this year and I hope that I am able to accomplish them. I have put myself in a weird predicament where I don't, I don't know. So we'll see where this year takes us. And I, I hope that there's a lot of growing and I hope that there's a lot of, I hope that there's just a lot of, uh, good changes once again last year was a year of a lot of changes a lot of growth and this year i hope it continues to be the same and interestingly enough life is uh forever growing very awesome mental health might not be the best that's why i took off last week wasn't doing too good needed some more me time uh, it was a little bit difficult to get out of bed you know what i'm saying and sometimes that happens it's okay not being okay sometimes you gotta talk to a friend sometimes you need to get out the house um but yeah last week was a bit tough that's why i wasn't here uh but you know who else has uh, mental health issues, and I think that it doesn't really get discussed. It gets more made fun of. It's Krishan Rock. The face tattoo that she has, I really hope it's fake. I hope it's Hannah. Um, I don't really have anything positive to say. I, I, I said it before. I thought the package of Krishan Rock made sense before a baby. Once you introduce a baby, the package that Krishan Rock was... It's pretty disgusting. You don't want to sell that image. You don't want to keep on projecting that character. It's not a good character to sell. It looked like a train wreck and it would only last so long because your audience is going to outgrow you. They're going to grow up and know that you're just a maniac and it's just not a livable lifestyle. You're just lucky to be in the position that you're in, but your lifestyle is not obtained. It's not successfully. It's not going to be well based off of her success it'll never be fueled the the money that made that success because it took money to build that up was from the channels that she was attached to i just don't feel like it's healthy over there i feel bad for that baby i feel bad for that whole situation um but i th do think they need help and they should definitely talk about that last night was the grammys there was this fake video of taylor swift holding a stupid ass trump flag that said trump got robbed or some shit and yeah, I believed it. It was fake. It didn't really happen. My bad, Taylor Swift fans. I thought I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Lisa Ann got locked up last night. Not a part of the Grammy. She was in New York at a Matt Rife show. She was actually drunk and disorderly, but she was screaming about a cell phone and touching Matt. Very strange. As well as uh, last night, Killer Mike was locked up. We'll dig into that a little bit more uh, later on in the show. Uh, Jesse Jane, the porn star, was found here in Las Vegas with two other people about two weeks ago now. During the AVNs, they OD'd on drugs. Be careful. Uh, we always talk about mental health Mondays, but we you seem to forget sometimes that doing drugs, even in recreation, even when nothing's wrong, you still do need to be careful. And uh, it is a mental health concern if you're doing things that are. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't think that people that do drugs necessarily have mental health issues. I do think that some drugs have mental health issues tied to them. But I don't think like overall, if they were just trying to have a good time and do some coke and party in Vegas. How many people do that shit every weekend? It was just bad shit. So I don't think this is a mental health situation, nor do I think that you should even I don't know how to approach drugs and mental health. It's not for me to say I'm not a doctor. I definitely suggest seeking the help of a professional that can put you in the right direction. Um, no, seriously, that's, that's a tough one. Cause they just got a bad bag. I mean, like I'm watching the wire now and I'm, I love everything that I'm watching. And it drives me crazy thinking that Michael K. Williams passed away due to somebody putting fentanyl 
when he was just trying to have a good time. It wasn't a mental health situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just want to get high. There's nothing wrong with that. But anyway, um, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Uh, the Wire is awesome. I'm in season three. String of Bells wildin'. I think they just found out that they killed what's his name and his mama knows. So it's getting nasty. Um, I'm a big fan of The Wire. It's awesome. Speaking of good TV, before we get into all the, f- the funnies, because we got some funnies today. Uh, before we do get into the funnies, <laughs> there's some good TV. Amazon has a Snoop Dogg movie called The Underdogs. It's about Snoop being a retired football player who's a pretentious piece of shit and happens to find himself doing a community service in the neighborhood in which he was raised in. And it was a really good movie, except the fact that the writing was bad. And I only say that because they cussed like 12-year-old little kids. Like Snoop cussed absurd, like way too much. I mean, more than necessary wasn't funny, and we needed better writing. Besides that one gripe about the bad words, like if I can go through and just edit out the bad words, literally take them out. Like you don't need them. It doesn't make the sentence better. It's not a sentence enhancer. It's not even a situational enhancer. It's not even one of them times where you go, shit, and everybody goes, ha, 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 because he said shit, or fuck, and everybody goes, ha, 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 ha. Wasn't that at all. It was just like random MFs and Fers and look at you little, and it was just like a whole lot of that. But it was funny to see the back and forth. I just think it could have been done better. Uh, great movie. Recommend it. 10 out of 10. Head over there to Prime. Check it out. And then Griselda Blanco is on Netflix. Uh, I love the Griselda Blanco story. If you don't know anything about Cocaine Cowboys, I always like to play stupid because my grandfather always told me to act like you don't know these types of things. These people were well known. These people really did what they did. And Griselda Blanco was not nothing to play with. I know that they wanted to glorify it and make it seem like it was clean and pretty. Griselda Blanco is the godmother of murder, not drug dealing. That was like the secondary shit. You understand that? Like she's the one that basically created the modern day uh, cartel hit with the motorcycles, the suits, the quick in and outs. Don't let nobody see you. Just take out, you know, or massive attacks and dip and leave everybody down. That's what she did. That was during the Pablo Escobar time. She did that. The story was cute. Unfortunately, it's hard to convey the Griselda Blanco story through such a beautiful woman. I'm not saying Griselda Blanco was ugly. That's not the point. But Griselda Blanco was known as a fat Spanish lady. That's what they would call her on the wiretaps, the police and everything. Just some fat, ugly lady. That's what they would say. She just looked like a big Spanish lady. Like like your average tia, abuela, mom. That was it. So... Yes, she was a woman, so she did have attractive features. All women have some type of attraction. But Griselda Blanco was not Sofia Vergara beautiful. You command a different type of respect, and you carry a different essence when you're Sofia. It's just different. Griselda had to get it out of the mud. It's hard to convey that when you don't have the, the look and the feel. Great try. It was entertaining. I don't feel like they should have called it Griselda Blanco. I don't think it really had much to do with Griselda. There was so much that they skipped out on. And I don't I don't think it was great. I don't think it was great. I'm glad they did what they did just to get her name out there. But honestly, I don't think it was great. Uh, but go take a look and let me know what you think. Now, just to make everybody feel bad, Nevada has the second highest car insurance in the country. My car insurance, and I've bitched about this since I started this show. I'm 37, I think, or 36. I don't know how old I am. Either way, my car insurance never goes down. Year in and year out, the shit goes up every year. 
it's blowing me away. When I was younger, I was told, oh, when you're in your 30s, your insurance is going to be so cheap. It's never been cheap. Come to find out, as I'm shopping for another new vehicle and looking for new insurance, my insurance seems to have been going up quite a bit. You know what else has gone up? This is an amazing year. My natural gas in my house, that shit went up uh, 136%. <laughs> Who the fuck? I need 136% raise. Like, this is insanity. Do you understand what the fuck they're doing to us right now? They're literally boiling us in the water like frogs. I've never spent so much money on nothing. Like, just to live has become so expensive. It really has. Let me know in the comments how you feel about living. Shit's <laughs> a bitch, ain't it? Let's get into these stories. We definitely have a lot of them. And the first one is going to definitely put a smile on, on your face. And, you know, to tell you the truth, I had to start the show this way because I feel like when it comes to people that do stuff online and people say that God told them to do something, when, especially when it's online, I got to be the first person to tell you they, they full of shit. And when stories are near and dear to my heart, they're usually some bullshit. Stories out of the Washington Post. An online pastor was charged with civil fraud for selling a cryptocurrency that regulators described as practically wor excuse me, practically worthless. That's amazing. <laughs> His explanation, God told him to do it, although it's possibly possibly misheard. How the fuck do you mishear what you had in your heard? What you heard in your head, what you had in your heard. Colorado Secretary's Commissioner filed a legal complaint against Elijah. Is that his real name? Iago Rajalio? Rajaldo. Perfect. That sounds like the name of a person that's going to rob you. Who goes by Eli and his wife, Kathleen. I'm not giving them all the information. The couple raised nearly $3.2 million by targeting Denver's Christian community with cryptocurrency marked as INDX coin. Investigators accused the couple of violating Colorado's anti-fraud licensing and registration laws. They alleged the cryptocurrency was promoted as a low-risk, high-profit investment while it was actually liquid and practical. Whoa, 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 whoa. No cryptocurrency tied at all. What it was tied to was something that was liquid, but the liquid that it was tied to was useless. Cryptocurrency is usually able to be converted into cash or other currencies through a digital platform or trading exchange. This wasn't that. But God told him to do it. So that's <clears throat> that whole God thing telling you to do something, something else, right? But then to say that God you know, said something that maybe you misheard. You're the GOAT. He should get, I mean, honestly, just let him off. Why are we even going to sweat it? It's not even that big of a deal if he's able to say some shit like that, right? <laughs> From one scam artist to another. And I'm not calling her a scam artist. Let me just be honest. I thought the story was funny, but I wanted to cover it because I do understand her gripes. Alyssa Milano, as we know her, she's been on TV pretty much our whole lives, right? You would be offended if Alyssa Milano started a GoFundMe for her son's baseball team. Now, in my eyes, I think it's always good to just pay your fair share. I don't like fundraising. I don't like asking for money. I'm not good at it. I've never been good at selling those shitty shits. I just pay my fair share. You tell me what we need for the year, I'll pay it for my kids, and I'm good to go. Now, dealing with a trip across the country, I'm sure it's expensive, and I'm sure nobody's got the money to just throw for everybody to do like that. And Nobody cares. Like No matter how much money you've made, we got bills and shit to pay. So maybe Alyssa Milano is a gajillionaire, but she's regular, meaning she might be worth $10 million if she sold everything, but in reality, she lives a modest life. 
So at first, I wanted to come on here and say, what do you think about people that are wealthy that do uh, fundraisers for their children outside of their celebrity? Because she didn't use her celebrity for this at all. So why is everybody mad at her? Because she got money? Well, you think she has money, but we don't know what she has. And we how much does it cost to send 50 kids across the country? That shit might not be cheap. And who just has money like that laying around? Have you seen what the fuck gas prices cost today? And I'm not talking about home gas or not uh, gas for your car, gas for the house. That's just through the roof. So I did wait. I waited because when I was first going to talk about it, I was going to chop her ass up. But as we waited, uh, she answered everyone and all the critiques, stories that are people. Alyssa Milano responded to the criticism after posting a fundraiser for her son's baseball team on uh, Instagram on January 25th. The charmed actress 51 first shared a post on X asking for fans to help raise money for her son. Milo Thompson's baseball team group trip from New York to California. Uh, in quotes, she said every parent's raising money for their children's sport teams. And many of them do so through GoFundMe. I am no different. Uh, as much as I'd love to pay for the entire team and the travels of their family and the transport, hotel, food and beverage, uniforms, trading pins and all that good stuff for the teams. Um, I can't afford that. <laughs> Maybe someday. There's nothing wrong with saying that. I don't think that, a, uh, uh, excuse me, I was gonna say Melissa. Alyssa Milano should not have to foot the bill for nobody else's kid. But if she wanted to raise money, she probably should have done it with her celebrity as opposed to trying to do it like, oh, I'm just the regular mom. No, you're not. You're still Alyssa Milano. So I do get the gripe. You shouldn't have to foot the bill. You probably don't have four or five million just sitting around. Nobody expects you to. You work your job and now you're living your life. Um, and what if she does have $10 million around? But what if she doesn't work ever again? She has to live off of that for the next 50 years. See what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that is none of your fucking business. But I do not think that she should go publicly asking for that shit with a GoFundMe. I think that she should use her friends and talk to people that are around her and, and do that shit quietly. That's just my opinion. Um, I paid for a fucking team to go do some shit. Biggest mistake I ever did. Then they always look at you. It's just weird. It's weird. Killer Mike got locked up after the Grammys. He swept the Grammys. So first and foremost, congratulations to Killer Mike. Honestly, it was it was really beautiful to watch because that album, he put his all into that album. His wife is behind him. His family's behind him. And he made magic. Congratulations to him. But then he got locked up literally after winning that last award. Stories out of Rolling Stone. The reason why Killer Mike was taken away in handcuffs after winning three Grammy Awards on Sunday is coming into focus. A senior law enforcement source says a female security guard who was working the star-studded event claimed she was injured by the rapper during a confrontation inside of the Crypto.com arena inside Los Angeles. Killer Mike denies the allegations in a new statement to Rolling Stone. And there's that. He didn't do anything. He's a good man. Let him go. Now, to really flip everything on everybody's head, Donald Trump's being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Stories out of Newsweek. Donald Trump has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize after his name was put forward by Republican Congresswoman, citing that Abraham Accords, excuse me, that citing the Abraham Accords, the former president helped sign while in office. New York Rep. Claudia Tenney, said that Trump was instrumental in brokering the treaty signed in September of 2020 between Israel and Briand and the United Arab Emirates, which aimed to normalize the relationships as part of an overgo overall goal to tackle ongoing tensions in the Middle East. You know, when people say peace in the Middle East, Trump did that. 
uh, Arab countries and where was I? Morocco and Sudan followed suit in signing similar agreements in the following months. For decades, bureaucrats, foreign policy professionals, international organizations insisted that additional Middle East peace agreements were impossible without a resolution to the Israeli-Palestine conflict. Conflict. President Donald Trump proved them false. He really created peace in the Middle East. Uh, the only president that had no wars under him, the only president that didn't start any wars, hate him all you want. He did what he said he was going to do. He accomplished all of his promises and then did more than that. Then he was bombarded by the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and it worked. And now we're dealing with the repercussions of everything that they've done. And now they need him to fix what they have done. The, the same people, all the same people that said Donald Trump will take us to World War Three and he will bankrupt the country are the people that have bankrupt the country and have taken us, taken us, excuse me, to World War Three. That's the show. I know, I know, I know. I'm scared to do music. I don't even know what to do anymore. Deuce.